Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Christopher Czar and it's time for today's stretch for Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. And I'm just checking in on you because I like to on the Thursday just before Friday afternoon podcast. That's, <laughs> I have no idea where the fuck that came from, but... I'm excited to see you. How are you? How you been? Huh? Are you enjoying this turn of the seasons or are your allergies killing you already? <laughs> are you looking forward to the weather getting a little bit of cooler? Dressing a little bit more fashionably? Do you have your costume ideas already picked out for you and your significant other? Or are you dressing like a slutty mouse? Duh. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. This uh, this podcast I got coming today is going to be definitely more on the explicit side. I can feel it in me. So, if you're looking for some wholesome content, ah, fuck it. You're here for comedy. Let's get after it. <laughs> What's up? Um, the new haircut that I got is so good that it reminds me of an old skit. That people used to be able to find on an on the internet, you know, uh, there was this guy <laughs> who said, uh, "You see this haircut? The bitches don't like this haircut. Fucking skanks." <laughs> Ma, where's the protein? Yeah, that motherfucker, man. I miss those videos, but hey, I mean, we got a we got TikTok now, and that makes up for it. And the uh, barbershop experience that I have oh, like almost every time, every time that I go to this barbershop, I have an elite barbershop experience. Like it feels so nice to one, have my guy. Like, I don't know if you know a guy who has a guy <laughs> I'm not talking about your dude with a Coke problem. I'm talking about your friend with the best barber that they know, the barber that just understands them, that gets their lines right, that understands what they're communicating to them. If they have wavy hair like me, they know how to cut it. And I am fucking hyped. Not just because like my haircut looks great. I've said that already, but... <clears throat> the time that I spend in this barbershop is the kind of experience that a man ought to hope to have in the barbershop. Now, I'm not really a talkative guy. When I get into the barbershop, like, hey, I say what's up to my boy Chuck. He's been cutting my hair for more than a few years, several. I probably like six or seven now. And this is a guy that doesn't talk very much, which is great. And, you know, he's polite. And sometimes he asks, you know, is there anything new going on? And uh, to which I reply with a short answer. And when I ask how he's doing, he says the same thing every time. Can't complain. <laughs> and then we enter into silence and he gets to work because <laughs> because those are the kind of positive male relationships we like to have sometimes in our life. Is that all right? <laughs> Meanwhile, the other three barbers, you know, because there's only four of us in there and there's one TV. And on that one TV, you can guarantee what's going to be on there every time. It's going to be ESPN. 
Sports Center, you know, um, fucking around the horn, right? Pardon the interruption, that kind of shit. You know, guys will talk football, guys will talk fantasy football, maybe the guys will talk about some movies or that type of thing. And like each guy's got like a distinctly different personality, right? Like there's this dude on the other end, right? And this guy is tatted from like his hands to his neck. This dude has uh, a different cut. Every time I see him and every once in a while, he's got like these rings on. And the dude is a killer with the punchlines, which is great because (laughs) the guy right next to him, same dude, right? So it's the same four guys every time I show up. The dude right next to him, he's different because like he always like wears a hat. And instead of being like super like tatted and this kind of thing, like he just has like a lot of swagger, right? seems like he's from like Philadelphia, Boston, maybe grew up in like a black neighborhood or something just because like he walks with a swagger and he kind of talks out of the side of his mouth. (laughs) And this dude (laughs) was telling the story that I'm going to get to in just a moment because the dude right next to him is this guy who kind of reminds you of Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) And he says some shit that just makes you think, why the fuck would you say that? Like, where did that come from? And this guy was telling a story about how one time he was shaving this guy. And uh, just legitimately, like, he had his mouth open because he kind of does that when he's really concentrating, say, when he has, like, a razor to your face. And without warning, right, without a hang on from the customer, the customer just sneezed and it went right into his mouth. <laughs> oh, man. And then the, uh, the previous dude, right, that I was just talking about, the guy with the hat, he goes, he tells a story about how so he saw something similar happen, but <laughs> there was this person that was eating like these graham crackers, right? And it's like, we, I mean, honestly, Graham crackers fucking rock, by the way. If you haven't had Graham crackers in a while, it's a good time of year to get them. But you know how, like, when you're chewing on a Graham cracker, how it goes from, like, this crunchy thing to something that actually kind of, like, clumps together? Kind of like a, it, it doesn't taste earthy like clay, but it, like, comes together like clay. And this person that was eating Graham crackers sneezed, and the person across from them, had their mouth open when it happened and a chunk of the graham cracker went into their mouth and everybody in the barbershop went, what the fuck? (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) No, please don't let that happen to me. And I, I hope that these are stories that were before COVID because I hope by now everybody knows to sneeze into their fucking elbow. <sighs> you know, keep your germs to yourself, you cunts. But, and then, you know, you got my barbershop on the end. You know, the guy kind of looks like Buddy Holly. <laughs> but with like a, a real tight, like, uh, skin undercut. And his hair is like usually colored because uh, his wife (laughs) likes to play around with the colors and, you know, like do them up every once in a while. So this time it was like um, his hair is like typically like silver. And so it was a turquoise color that had set for a while. So it kind of became like a matte turquoise, which looked pretty tight. And I just love the fact that I have a guy that doesn't feel like he has to talk. 
too many times have I heard from my friends, especially like the, uh, the girls out there where, you know, it's like they love what their not their barber, their hairstylist. I love what my hairstylist does, but, you know, sometimes I just wish she'd shut up. <laughs> the amount of times that I've heard something like that. Jesus fucking Christ. I also blows me away that a woman would pay like 120 bucks for a haircut. Like I know that there's some stuff going on there, right? Might be taking off some length, but from what I, I have never seen a, a hairstylist, but from what I hear, that's not even like a cost that comes with color. You know, I hope you're getting a head massage during that time. You know, I hope they make you a Mai Tai or something like that while you sit there and you have, you know, someone that reads off affirmations to you as they roll your ankles for that amount. Good Lord, son. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you, you women are, you're doing the most, right? You're shaving your armpits. You know, you're taking lasers to your face <laughs> so you can get your eyebrows just the right shape and consistency, right? You know, you're getting your your punani waxed. <laughs> and man, I, I that one that one gets me the most, actually. Uh Brazilians. Uh just because it's uh, one, I appreciate it so much. It honestly it, it makes a difference for me when uh when I feel like I'm going to Chowtown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just to have a, a clean plate <laughs> to eat off of, if that makes sense. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, I don't mind if it's like if it's groomed, if it's tight, because that that's that's me. Right. Uh, but, you know, God bless, you know, the, the woman who go out there and get a sugaring appointment or something like that and get hairs ripped out of what to me would might be one of the most sensitive areas on the body you know men across the world salute you <laughs> it's nice as fuck of you to do that and it's also nice as fuck to be out here in san diego you know upcoming this weekend it's about to be 73 75 which is perfect for the music festival that we got coming up at Waterfront Park Cross Festival. Here we fucking go. Now, of course, I'm not going to be doing, you know, both days. Because I'm not 21. <laughs> I'm not an animal. And uh, I just, I don't need to go that hard over a weekend. You know, I've had this experience before. And... I'm just going to really cherish doing one day to the best of the ability. And, you know, Cross Festival is not like your arena in the dark rave, right? It's not like your underground house scene in Germany. You're not going to be chomping on, you know, colored tablets <laughs> and staying up till wee hours of the morning. So that way you can get your, your house fixed in. No, this is something that's going to happen during the day, into the evening, have a beautiful sunset happening right on the water on the steps of our city hall. And apparently what that has meant is that this festival has turned into a bit of a fashion festival. And this one, this one, this one, year in and year out, has some of the best 
designs that I will see during the year period. And, you know, it's not just like having the festival hat on, right? But it's like dark. Uh, some people might say gothic themed, you know, without like the, the eyeliner or the pale skin or the sad face. <laughs> but like dark gothic uh, Tulum jungle royalty, right? So you'll see kimonos, you'll see capes, you'll see like these flowy gowns with, you know, uh, wrapped clothes, if that makes sense. You know, it's like it's not a it's not a shirt. It's not a top. They're not pants. There's just holes in these areas where it almost looks like they kind of wrap themselves up as though it were some sort of bandage roll, <laughs> but with a really great color and it accentuates their shape. It's amazing. It blows me away every year how well people dress for this festival. And this year I'm not bartending it, which is fantastic. You know, I loved working on the music scene as a bartender, going to different festivals, seeing different artists. And this year I get to go just as a consumer and I couldn't be happier about it. Now, who am I going to see? You know, if I can care. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you, but what am I going to do? Ah, ah, what do you think I'm going to do? What does anybody do at a music festival? <laughs> well, I guess it depends on the person, right? I'm not the person who gets really drunk, right? I'm just not that type of person. I'm also not the type of person that's, you know, uh, going to get yayed out of my mind. That's not me. It's not my lane. And of course, you know, I'm saying everything here with comedic jest. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's completely story and fabrication here. Disclaimer that aside is a really good question to ask. And that is which scene is better for psychedelics, nature or a music festival? <laughs> choose your character <laughs> now i mean there's different occasions right and you don't need to do psychedelics to enjoy a music festival but is it something that can make it nice yeah yeah it could can make the colors pop right could encourage you to loosen up and and dance right um get you feeling a, a little bit groovy, a little bit of a flow, have a little bit of a smile on your face. And some people out there are like, no, it's just something that you take. So that way the bad music you listen to is actually nice. <laughs> no, but nice joke. I see what you're doing there. And I have been to a repetitive set or two. So I forgive you for that sentiment. That aside, my vote personally and again, I say this in jest, is that uh, if you're going to take mushrooms, psilocybin, take mushrooms in nature. The reason why you want to take it in nature is because when you eat mushrooms, you are no longer in the driver's seat. <laughs> There's no chance that you as a person will be piloting your human body with any sense of control and anything that constitutes an ordinary human transaction, right? Maybe a hello or maybe just walking by another person 
or maybe taking cash out of your wallet so that way you can pay for something. Everything becomes foreign. <laughs> and what you should do instead with that experience is find a nice little piece of nature that you can lay amongst, you know, that you can take your shoes off for, that you can have your bare feet in the grass in, right? Maybe see some ocean water, be with yourself, go inwards and feel safe doing so, you know? You know, maybe don't go anywhere where there's a bunch of bears <laughs> around, right? But go in the woods, find a stream, go on a hike. <laughs> Just do yourself a favor and have the nature psilocybin experience. And you'll know what I'm saying. Now, the, the LSD experience. The LSD experience is something that can be uh, co-piloted. If that makes sense. Yes, you know, you are going to have uh, distortions to the vision. So I hear. <laughs> and uh, yes, introspection and insight are, are things that may dawn upon you. And you may begin to ponder your existence in the world and what it means to be uh, an entity of awareness, right? You know, uh, you start feeling in touch with nature, maybe having questions about love and what we're doing as a society. But it seems as though in the moment when another human being has to have a ordinary human interaction with you, you can at least for a moment <laughs> gain your bearings and proceed without looking like some type of fucking robot. <laughs> yeah. So if you have to choose between one or the other at a music festival, the nomination, I believe, goes to LSD. And if you're going to do that, I would recommend finding some music that has a bit of a progressive element to it, right? That maybe has a little bit of happiness, a little bit of upliftingness to it. Like shit. I saw two clips this week. One <laughs> where the caption read something like, uh, it's 2012 and you're not really sure if this is heaven or Swedish house mafia <laughs> and the background is who's going to save the world tonight. <laughs> what a fucking time. What a time. And when I saw that too, I, I Googled it afterwards. I thought that, that track by Swedish House Mafia was like a classic track. I thought it was something that like went back at least into uh, the earliest days of Swedish House Mafia, who seemed fairly old at the time. You know, they did like one last tour, like not not too long after that. But no, 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 that was a banger that they released in 2012, which was only a year after the frat house phenomenon levels. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 levels in reverse da, da, da. no i'm just kidding i'm not going to do it in reverse but <laughs> having my first year in university have levels and uh what's that song with uh rihanna i found love in a hopeless place <laughs> and who's gonna save the world tonight dude these are all like uplifting tearjerkers. And that might not be the music that you find these days. <laughs> now you got like robots at war, which 
isn't necessarily a bad scene, right? You know, like Rez, you know, she's a badass woman who really knows how to get grimy and throw it down. So I'm not hating on that at all. But where's the love? Where's the optimism? Did it stop with Donald Trump? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it didn't. But speaking of Donald Trump, speaking of maybe gingers, speaking of the uh, lighter skin folks, uh, have you heard of ginger armor? Ginger armor is the best sustainable sunscreen you can get. And I say that just as someone that's tried it before and someone who has been interested in using a sunscreen product that A, is good for the environment. I care about the coral reefs and that type of thing. B, beyond the sustainability thing, is something that chemically is actually going to be of a non-toxic effect to my body. People out here getting skin cancer, people who use sunscreen, not really realizing what's in the shit that they're putting in their skin and wondering why they get the cancer. <laughs> so if you're looking for a sunscreen that's good for the earth and good for you, check out Ginger Armor, right? The other thing you might ought to consider checking out is Haircraft Co. Why? Because you want to look slick, you motherfucker. <laughs> that's why you know you got an undercut like me got a little messiness on the top you know you don't want to make it look too slick get their sea salt hairspray you're looking to tighten up because you got a job interview huh because you want to look like don draper huh because you want to look like one of the peaky blinders huh then check out their hair clay because I'm not really like one of those sheen like type guys, but when I want to have some shape and look pretty dapper, I'll actually use a combination of the both. Drop a little sea salt, spray in there, give it a little form, right? Make it a little wet. Then I'll break out the clay, rub it on my fingers a little bit, run it through my hair, give it a little stick, and then bada bing, bada boom, looking like a stud. So. If you want to look like a stud too, check out Haircraft Co. and get your shit there. Okay? <laughs> Enough of that nonsense. Uh, but the nonsense that I need to sift through here and get off my chest is the fact that the fucking Padres <laughs> might not finish over 500 on the year. They might not win more than half of their games. All these all-stars can't win half their games. What the fuck? It's so sad. It's so sad. You know, they had a losing record in July. It's okay. Could have made it up in August, but didn't. Could have came back a little bit in September, right? Close the distance between them and the people that are, I don't know, leading the National League and are actually contending for wildcard spots. But what do you do, Padres? You get swept. You get swept by the Rockies, who aren't even in the race. You get swept by the Cardinals, who are, at this point, the number one people you got to pass for your second spot. You get swept by the Dodgers twice or almost twice, but basically twice. And you can't get a fucking chance against the major league leading Giants. And now what are you going to do then in the year? You're going to go up against the NL East Atlanta Braves, which, you know, shout out ATL. Good for you. You guys are, uh, you know, you're pretty cool. 
excuse me and then you're gonna be away you're gonna be away to play the giants you're gonna be away to play the dodgers and so you're telling me with just a few weeks left to go that the padres are gonna somehow end their shit streak and find a way to win more than half their games throughout the rest of this year let's hope so <laughs> give me some life Padres right just for the sake of San Diego you're my one major league team out here help us love you <laughs> and get some W's all right that's all I'm gonna say about that nonsense and you know at least I have a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of light you know my good old Red Sox are doing their thing right you know they hit a little bit of a slump there i thought you know a couple months ago hey padres red sox world series let's go and that kind of went into the shitter but at least the red sox are leading the ALY card and it's a tight race you know they got a bunch of strong people in their division just like the padres do yeah the blue jays were on a tear they got the yankees who are the fucking yankees the bronx bombers and you got the Tampa Bay Rays, who are leading the AL East. And somehow, the Red Sox are still managing to pull it together and give me something to look forward to this postseason. Thank you, Red Sox. Please, hold your shit together. Padres, get your shit together. I don't care what you got to do. I don't care if you got to put it in a backpack and take it to the shit museum. I don't know if you need to sell it to the shit store. Whatever it is you got to do, get your shit together. All right, that's enough bitching, moaning, and complaining about the Padres. I'm sorry. <laughs> On the F side, the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Buffalo Bills smoked the Dolphins last week, 35 nothing, And it feels pretty good to be invited to join the Buffalo Bills fan base because as a person that comes from a town familiar with broken hearts, lost championships. I feel like I would be a, a fit-in, a shoo-in, a natural <laughs> to join the Bills fan base. I think I am required, uh, like, upon, you know, my initiation to break a plastic table. <laughs> So I got to find someone with a truck and someone with a plastic table at the well in the break and give that table the people's elbow. Bam. <laughs> Looking forward to when that day happens. Maybe I uh, ought to go out to Buffalo, you know, for such an occasion. Do my my great grandparents a, a real solid, a real favor, you know. See where my people come from. <laughs> and what they had to go through before they showed up in this little slice of paradise here in in San Diego. <laughs> now, uh, so after hearing me, you know, go off like a lunatic there for a, a little bit, you might be wondering to yourself, Chris, do you, do you really like practice yoga? Do you really meditate? Like, aren't you supposed to be like calm Zen? Huh? Aren't you supposed to be like even keeled? Right? Aren't you supposed to live like a saint? Be a guru? Be enlightened? And my answer to that is no. You can be just a dude. You can be just a dude just like me. You can be just a chick just like you. You can be just like a they. <laughs> Whoever them is. 
whatever you know uh the the z's would like to be <laughs> do your thing and also give you some time give yourself some time to practice give yourself some time to tune up your body you know to Give some spaciousness to keep you upright in your spine, to prevent yourself from getting that saggy old man ass, <laughs> right? And, you know, beyond the body, giving yourself time to, to meditate and having that asana practice be a, a preparation for you to be able to sit still without any complaints from your body. Right, to have some mastery of your posture so that way you can take some time to actually sit and breathe. Maybe enjoy a little slice of peace you know, during your day in the week. Give yourself a reset. You know, and that, that breathing part, by the way, is something that you could benefit from training. <laughs> you know, like maybe, maybe, you don't actually have as much anxiety as you claim to have in all of the memes you post. <laughs> but maybe your chest is a little tight because you're breathing too shallow. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> yeah, you know. <sighs> and I know it's it like it seems strange. It's like I don't I don't really want to make noises, right, with my mouth. You know, like <sighs> Uh, what, what am I, Darth Vader? What am I doing here? <laughs> no. No, you knucklehead. You're slowing yourself down. You're prolonging your breath and giving yourself some sensation to, to be present. And it's having an effect on your nervous system. It's having an effect on your nervous system that's going to calm you down. It's going to indicate to you, hey, these stress hormones are giving off. You can turn that down. Maybe give a little bit less adrenaline, you know. How about you enjoy some of your life? Does that sound great? <laughs> yes, Chris, it sounds fantastic. So maybe, maybe check out some pranayama. For those of you that you know are looking for a chill pill in your life, it comes with your breath. And then the meditation part. So many people that I know say that they should meditate and that the world would be better if they would just meditate. <laughs> they being everybody else except themselves because it's hard. You know, it's really hard to sit still. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, uh, and that could be true, right? Some people benefit from having an anchor, having a guide, someone that keeps them on track while they sit with their own mind, to sit with their own narrative inside. And it's not like you need to use meditation as a way to fix your problems and problem solve, right? But there are skillful means that you could use, that you could train, that might be a benefit to you, you know? Like people use the word mindfulness and a lot of people don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Like, I think it's just like being nice, right? Like being mindful of, of my surroundings, being mindful of your feelings, right? <laughs> yeah, 
And yes, there's like an element of awareness to it. There's also this choosing. This choosing on purpose to be here with this, with whatever this is. And when you can do that, and also when you can choose to let it go and choose what you can turn your attention towards, then guess what? You just solved your ADD. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I understand. You know, yoga, breath work, meditation, it's something that's a, a little bit unconventional, but, you know, share these things with your friends. It's It's not just, you know, crystals and horoscopes and being the best granola hippie that you can <laughs> you can be you exactly as you are maybe the high performing athlete maybe the casual gym helper at the office maybe everything in between you can be you exactly as you are and also have a body that feels healthy stable and light and also have a, a mind that doesn't have to be calm and zen all the time, but when you meet those occasions of stress, like, fuck, I left my wallet behind. Instead of panicking, instead of freaking out, instead of flipping your shit, <laughs> breathe. Return to this moment. Give yourself a clear vision, an understanding of here, now. And from this orientation, what's next? It's sort of like a reset button. And so, if you're into that type of shit, join me at my studio. <laughs> ZarYogaStudio.com. You know the business, you fucks. Check it out. Sign up. Had a bunch of people come through this week. It's going to be great. I actually have a, a culture comedy talk that I got to head off to. So, I got to wrap this up right here. I love you. Thanks for coming through. It's always good to uh, <laughs> get into all the goodness with you. I'll see you back here again on Monday uh, for the Monday morning stretch. All right. Enjoy the weekend, you fucks. I love you. See you soon.